Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Tina Payne Bryson. This is Daniel J. Siegel, the co-author with Tina Payne Bryson of our new book called The Yes Brain, How to Cultivate Courage, Curiosity, and Resilience in Your Child. A yes brain is one that is receptive and open and creative and curious, as opposed to a reactive no brain that's rigid, shut down, defensive. Our book is about what parents and other caregivers can do in their interactions with their kids to actually develop a more integrated brain that creates a receptive state for learning and keeping the inner spark of your child alive and well. We have parents asking us all the time, what is it that my kids need in order to thrive? What kinds of skills do they need to really be effective in the world? And, you know, our society does so much in thinking about success from such a narrow focus. We think about success truly as performance and outcome achievements. If we can teach parents that the kinds of experiences they provide their children have a direct impact on how their child's brain gets wired. We can just make a huge impact for a whole generation by promoting this yes brain approach to the world. Narrating my part of our audiobook was very exciting. We have a wonderful producer director in Linda Korn, and it was a lot of fun to actually take these words that reach out and know that so many parents, busy as they are, find audiobooks a very effective way of taking in new information. Narrating the audiobook is always really fun because I get to reread, but in a really careful, more conversational way. It does get tiring and grueling as the day wears on, but it's really fun to kind of hear it as you imagine other people would hear it. I had a lot of trouble pronouncing two words. One was accompanying, and I couldn't accompany it with the proper pronunciation. And the other was the word preferably. So next time I write a book, I'm going to try to leave preferably leave out so it's not accompanying the book. That's what I'm going to do. I kept tripping up on the word important. I felt like if I was going to say it correctly, I had to over-articulate, which sounded not conversational and too proper. But when I just said important, it sounded like I was just sort of being sloppy with my tongue. So I had trouble with important and I had trouble with mountain for the same exact reason. What I'm most excited about is really empowering parents who feel like their child might be too fragile and not resilient enough to give them some strategies to help them move their child from places of reactivity or fearfulness, being afraid of not doing things perfectly or feeling anxious, and giving them some real strategies to help move their children into more receptive, open, resilient states. This is a book all about meaning and connection and giving kids that internal strength, that internal compass. There were times when I would feel just this huge welling up of emotions, especially to read the final chapter. That was a very exciting part for me. One of the reasons that I really love that Dan and I read these books to parents is that it becomes a relationship with the parents. I have parents come up to me um, when I go and speak in different cities and say, I know your voice. I feel like I know you because I've been listening to you. 
there's a relationship and an intimacy that gets created as we sort of have this conversation with one another. I know as I've listened to audiobooks, I do feel a closeness and a connection, more of a, an intimate relationship with the author, because there's so much communicated in the subtleties of how someone talks and shares and what they emphasize. And so I love that we're able to build a connection there just through our voices. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Tina Bryson to do the other half because she wrote the other half of the book. I don't know who I would do. I mean, I read all my books. So, you know, if James Earl Jones or Meryl Streep wanted to do it, yay, that would be cool. But it's great to be doing this with Tina. I was a voracious reader as a child. I loved reading, but I loved being read to. There was something about having my mom just right there, being pressed up against her, listening to her voice, hearing her breathe. And probably the books that I have the deepest connection to memory was when she read the whole series of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe to us. I have really warm memories of the anticipation of what was going to happen and really looking forward to that time at bedtime. I have three boys. My youngest is now 11. My two older guys are in high school now. And so I'm still reading with my fifth grader. We are currently reading Island of the Blue Dolphins, which I did not read as a child. And I love that time. I really look forward to reading with him and then talking about it and anticipating that story and the time together. When I was a kid, I remember having my mom read books to me, especially there was one book about a beaver leaving his beaver dam home and going out and making his own little dam and finding his own partner to make a dam with and stuff. And I remember just hearing this story over and over again. But, you know, for me, hearing a book, I get a much richer visual and sensory experience. So I, I love being a part of the audiobook world. Advice for the next author to narrate their audiobook. Well, I would say try not to overthink it and to just try to authentically have a conversation with a group of people right there in the room with you and relax and have fun and enjoy just the sound of your words that you've written and poured over. Really read each sentence like it's the first time you've ever said it. To bring that kind of freshness to it, I think, is really good. And That's hard, but I think there's a beautiful way you can mindfully read a book, meaning drop into beginner's mind and be just incredibly grateful for the opportunity that we can connect to each other through language, that we have the technology to record audiobooks, and that your book is going to reach out and really change a person's life. Okay, the last audiobook I listened to that was great, great, great was... No surprise, Brene Brown. It was Daring Greatly, which I loved so much. I love all of her books, but I especially loved Daring Greatly. And again, like listening to the author's voice, and I identify with her because I sometimes like to cuss a little too every now and then, although I didn't do that in this book. I love that she's just fiercely authentic, and that includes kind of a wide range of vocabulary that she uses. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.